0: all right we're live we're not really live but we're close to <laughs> um just make sure you have at least this much distance or, or so way well, we can hear you loud and clear okay welcome to the measure of men i'm rick scotch is over here um getting prepared we have a guest and um i'll let him introduce himself and every he's he's a life coach and my <laughs> he's he's a life coach. I already like him. <laughs> and um if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself for us
1: for real quick. Sure, my name is Arthur Reynolds. Um I'm a retired lieutenant, life coach. You name it, I've pretty much done um quite a few things out there. Leather working, welder, woodworking. I love to just get my hands dirty and just learn.
0: So. The, the first time I met, I, I realized I had your number stored under my phone as leather maker. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like cool. Thank you. Um, so let's start real quick. How did you How did you transition from lieutenant to what you currently do?
1: Um, well, I was done being an officer and wanted to do my own thing. Um, I won't go too much into that more in detail, but I was just pretty much done.
2: You were a officer with the
1: Phoenix Police um, Department? Or? No, I was a contractor. Oh. So a lot of people don't understand the whole contractor thing, like like Blackwater. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so a contractor, you go through the whole thing, whole thing with FBI background checks and everything, so you have to be checked out. And then um, you've heard of different types of security out there. Mm -hmm. Well, if a security person is working for a company and they're not, they didn't go through the FBI background check and everything, they're private, but they're not, they don't have as much authority. Now, when you go through the training I went through and you keep building the training and more training. So Mm -hmm. I had a Liberty of learning more and, and, for a contractor if you want to get anywhere make more money you better learn but that goes with any field right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so my teachers or my sister is a teacher and she she can make really good money but that's because what she has underneath her belt all the training she so she does special ed and i know about that um, most teachers can't do what she can do she's got the mentality and the knowledge she can handle any situation she's Mm -hmm. Really good, and I helped her move to, uh, here to Arizona. So
2: that's awesome. Um,
1: yeah, I'm excited to have her here in Arizona.
0: <laughs> How long have you been here?
1: Um, well, I've lived here four different times. So I moved here in 2005 when it was that <laughs> record breaking 126 degrees. <laughs> you ever experienced that?
2: I have, yeah. I, I saw some pretty high numbers when I first moved here. I think it was um, a record breaking 150. Um, <laughs> For about a week straight, yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, it gets ridiculous out <laughs> here. Um,
0: so what what do you what do you find enjoyment in what you do? Like, what's what's fulfilling about like um just from an outside perspective, from
1: the life coaching? Uh huh. So, seeing somebody being able to stand on their own two feet,
2: mm-hmm.
0: basically and having yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. um they're not insecure anymore. So that's a huge thing. Watch, because you can actually see. So I was I was life coaching a, a gentleman. Um, it's hard. To, I'm terrible with names. Uh, he's a, a taxi driver, mm-hmm. and I met him easily like a year ago. And he approached me. Most people, I won't life coach somebody unless they need it and want it. Mm-hmm. If they don't want it. I'm not going to say anything because you can't push something on somebody they don't want. So he approached me and asked me some questions. And so I took him over to the side. We sat down and talked. I gave him some homework to take home. And the only way you know somebody's done their homework is you'll see a change in their attitude later on. Yeah. Six months go by, I see him again. And we talked and he had like an extra step in in his walk. About six months later, four, five, six months later, I see him again. And he just, he had his head up high. He figured out his fears. He was afraid of the dark. He didn't even know why. So with the homework I gave him, I knew he did it. Because the only way to figure out what's, what you're scared of is usually what happens when you're a child mm-hmm. through the years where you don't really remember. <laughs> so over the years, we get our minds get clouded. The only way to get that cloud um, filtered out is starting to do homework and putting it down on paper. You got to get that out of your head. Think mm-hmm. of a whirlwind. Your head's... This world one has just stuff. You keep throwing stuff in there. Pretty soon it's going to get to the point where you're like, I can't tell what's in there anymore.
2: Yeah. I have a lot of experience with that. <laughs> I, I've been doing, um, I've been a part of ACA for just about a year now. And just adult children of alcoholics and family dysfunction. And a lot of that work starts with, you know, breaking down where all this stuff comes from and then allocating responsibility <coughs> and then understanding that the only way to, do those things is, you know, by the, by, the, I mean, it's a step program, you know, but, um, a lot of the same stuff. And it kind of reminds me of like something that you would do as like a sponsor in a sense, you know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you, you sponsor specific people and then you provide them with that little extra step or that encouragement to continue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I think for me, I, I, I've needed it my whole life and never even understood that even if someone, you know, I could say that, but if someone did it, I almost would be like it would fall on deaf ears because I would have no idea that like what it was you were doing. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. I don't even know what I'm asking for. You know what I mean? And, And to hear that, I think that that's, that's a pretty awesome thing. I like, I like the fact that there's people out there that will help other people and do it in a way that's, you know, I guess relevant to their actual needs. You know what I mean. I feel like my case is different um, because I have, like, I,
0: I'm an artist. I feel like just because I, I like, I love to play the dr- music. You know, the drums. That's my thing. Um, I, I feel like I have certain outlets where, if if I'm alone, I can go create something from that. You know, um, like a almost like a physical therapy, just where. Um, I can let something out that way, you know, through, through another physical channel or, you know, I'll pick up a book and just zone out, focus on that and reading about something. um, Especially, you know, if I'm going to get into a nonfiction book or something that's going to pertain to a situation where it's more realistic and it helps you feel better about your own situation. But I, I feel like those are my outlets that I have when it comes to, dealing with things, um, that's my, that's my writing them down, you know, going into um, the studio, playing on the drums or whatever, and um, getting that expression out, you know, Um, because then afterward, I, I feel, I feel better, you know, you know, you know, after you go for a walk, you go for a run, you go to the gym, you feel, you know, ultimately better. Mm -hmm. And if you're going through something, you know, it, it feels that much smaller in detail after you, accomplish something you know in in physic and you know and anytime
1: anytime him. you exert some energy towards something positive it makes anybody feel better it's very psychologically healthy
2: yeah when you were in your other fields did you find yourself or even just in general you know maybe when you were a younger man or you know um other jobs did you find yourself kind of being like like catering to that kind of wanting to help in the sense of like were you like always like more a solution-based person in comparison to like I mean for me I've I've been more of a solution-based person most recently in my life because of step work and and or just Ex- even experiences going, right experiences and mm-hmm. and also realizing like how useless I am being negative you know what I mean and unfortunately that's a lot of what I was raised in, but the (laughs) awareness has changed it a lot, but I've always been someone who'd like to help others and stuff like that. But you know, when you kind of, like you said, cloud yourself, you don't find yourself doing a lot of that stuff because you're tripping over your own feet. Mm -hmm. But did you find yourself always kind of being somebody who's like, you know, like I said, solution based or trying to, you know, provide some sort of suggestions to, you know, change things like in, in a positive way? Did you feel like you're always, I know where you're going with this, but, um, so approximately, I
1: think it was in 2016 or 17, maybe somewhere right around there. A girl asked me, she's like, you just life coached me. And I was like, you know, people have told me that for quite a few years. Thank you. You just life coached me. I needed that. And She's so I've had a lot of people tell me, you need to be a life coach. You need to be a life coach. And so I sat down and really thought about it and started thinking back, doing my own homework. I, I, I know about, and I learned this a long time ago, how to do this. So I sat down did it again. And then I realized since the age of about six, I've been naturally that way. I was always helping. I was always, I was there. I was, I was a little bit sensitive, but nobody knew I was really sensitive that very rarely came out. So I was the kid that didn't cry, literally. Mm-hmm. Seeing me cry, whatever. But now, especially the last uh 10 years, I don't care if people see me cry anymore. I am so comfortable with who I am. I think I don't care what people think of me. I know I'm a good person. It's taken a lot of experiences, a lot of learning of myself. So I've always worked on myself. And I've learned don't try to force somebody else and work on somebody else. I need to work on me. Mm-hmm. And so I've been on this trek of just knowledge. What can I learn? What can I learn? And I've had people tell me, Oh my God, you know so much. And I like, Well, I I may seem like I know a lot because I, in a sense, I do, but I don't know that much because knowledge is infinite. Yeah. So I'm always on a trek. I ran into a professor just last week and I told him, Hey, I'm going to be doing a podcast here pretty soon. And, and, you know, I want to talk to you because, I told him about this and I was like, you know, I'd like to reach out to people and I want to learn stuff he knows because he's really good. He's he helps people and his knowledge is awesome. So I'm looking forward to learning from him. And I told him anything that he can help me learn, I can pass on and it'll help sharpen and hone my skills. So I thought about it with that lady and I was like, you know, I've been life coaching people for 28 years. I'm 47. So I was just like, hmm. You never realize till you stop and look at all the good things you've done and mistakes you've made. I don't call them bad things. We're gonna make mistakes because there's no book on life on you know how to be in, you know yeah. a father, you know a mother, daughter, anything. <laughs> I I
0: feel like if I have someone young enough going through trying to explore and find what they're good at, I and it often than not, it's it surprises me how much I find confusion in somebody's step, you know? And I, I always say, well, what do you like to do? What, what, you know, what, what hobbies do you have? You know? And sometimes their hobbies are integrated with um, things they're trying to do with their life, which is great because and then I'm like emphasizing the fact that that's maybe an outlet you should explore more and just be, you know, daring and, and, and ballsy in your approach and your attempt at trying to make something out of that. As opposed to going down a different path and saying, well, I'm going to do this to please somebody else. Or because, you know, my mom and dad, you know, they would appreciate the fact that I'm going to go into this field. And I like to have that conversation, open up with someone and express and just, um, you know, give them um, my opinion on how I feel. You know, I, I've seen people and just just even in my, my own approach, you know, the, the things I do in my life, I love from the minute I wake up from, you know, the the saturday the the end of my work shift the the day's not done i'm going to go do something else that i'm going to love in my my week you know my and my daily approach is going to be something with with music podcast um comedy expressing myself with somebody in conversation in the chair and i feel like all of that is an outlet in itself to where i have a healthy enough approach in my life to give somebody some feedback you know, or, or something, um, just in my own opinion, of course, you know, always starting and stating, but it it's enough where I can be like, um, yeah. I, and just people younger than me, you know, obviously I, I never try to give anybody, um, any kind of advice when they're, they're older. That's what I love. And I, I, I try to remember that too. You want to have, um, mentors, peers, and and people that you can, you can speak to, you know, and give them a, a bit of your own advice.
2: Did you, when you were kind of figuring all of this out, did you find it easier to be able to share and tell, like apply these things to people rather than yourself? Cause I know when I was young, I, I kind of, I've always been very talkative and I've always been very good at articulating things. And, you know, I, it just, it was, it was something that came very easy to me and I always could provide someone with, Good advice or direction, but when it came to myself, I was terrible. Like yeah. it was, it was almost like, you know, you hear the, like, the, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? And in certain the, cases, the practice what you preach, practice method. what you preach. In, yeah. And yes. and I've had so many friends, even like now, like I, I don't like these guys, Rick and the guys I work with, are really the only friends that I have. But from my past, the people that I grew up with that were my best friends, and you know, I didn't have very many, but you know, I had a a, a troubled youth and eventually I broke away from because I, I ultimately saw the, the, what was going on and I I really don't want to be a part of it. And, and in that I found myself, you know, sharing a lot of this stuff with some of my buddies. Like I had a buddy who would call me his life coach all the time. He'd be all, you know, he, he, my nickname was shitty, but there's a whole (laughs) story associated with that. But he'd be like, you know, you're my life coach, shitty, you're my life coach. And I'd be like, am I really qualified to, to be able to do this when I can't apply this to myself, you know? and Well, I have something to say for, about that. Yeah, That's do like That's, share please I do what I, what I was curious is because it was, I always found it so easy to be able to do for someone else, but when it came to me, it was like nearly impossible. So
1: how people progress in life, how the pyramids get built, you know, how many thousands of years ago. One person, there's only certain people can do this, um, by themselves, like Einstein, some of these great people that have invented things. So you have, um, can't remember the name of this exactly, but there's you. So there's a four point system. So for us to progress in life at all, and even scientists have gotten together. So that's where they've actually have gotten to a point where they have like writer's block. Let's just use that. Um, so there's you. And then there's your knowledge and it's fact knowledge, not made up It's proven knowledge or an idea that can possibly become a knowledge. Then there's a third point that is somebody else. So we'll say us three. So I'm going to use you for example, there's you and your knowledge to get to stage four, which is progress or advancing is we talk and communicate. You say something. And that gets me thinking. Now, my head's turning because I have a different perspective than you do. So, there's a million different perspectives on just one thing. And when people get together and they start talking about stuff, that's when things come to light and we can create. That's why any business is successful. They have people to get, that's why they have management meetings. They come together and they start talking and they figure it out. One person doing that by themselves, it's a lot harder, it takes longer and only if you have that way of thinking like einstein and them they could figure it out but they still would get together with other scientists and talk and argue and everything it's okay to argue on your point trying to get your point across if you don't feel like your point's getting across, and then when things come to light it's like okay i see your point now trying to get somebody to see your perspective is very difficult
2: essentially that's what this whole podcast was started on yeah was me and yeah. rick Trying to show that, you know, without bias, without opinion, without anything, like when you put that stuff away, ego, pride, Mm -hmm. you put all that stuff away. Like it's it it makes communication so much, so much more fluid. It makes it excuse me. It makes it work. You know, like there we me and you can disagree on stuff. Me and Rick can disagree on stuff, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. You yep. know, and a lot of the time, people feel immediately attacked because, well, that you don't agree with me, and now I need to, almost forcefully, prove my point to you. When people start defending out, themselves. It, it could be, it could be a <laughs> bias. I don't know mm-hmm. how you were raised. You don't know how I was raised. You don't know where this perspective comes from. And when you flip that and say more or less, I want to hear this perspective because I don't know where it comes from. You know, later on, it could be, it, it could be proven to you where you're like. I've been kind of thinking the wrong way this whole time because I never listened to how George said it or and and that's the point of all of this is that we're just trying to say like if you put all that stuff aside and you listen to him and I listen to him and we listen to each other, you know, I'm not like we, we have talks about political stuff, sexuality. yeah, we talk about everything in here. It's a goofy, we're silly geese.
0: I want to make a point (laughs) before we take a break. So go ahead
2: real fast. Like that's what it's all about. And we communicate all day long and very rarely do we ever have an argument. But the idea is when you get to a specific topic is that like, I would prefer to be enlightened, you know, because Mm -hmm. there's certain things that aren't going to change my, my opinion on stuff. But if you can sit here and, and tell me something about, like, I'm not a religious guy, but if you were to sit here and tell me your perspective on religion and it enlightens me, I, like you were just saying I'm learning. It might change your it, perspective. It might change my perspective. Yeah. It might not change mm-hmm. my mind. Uh, but that's now what I was going to say. Look at something and yeah. be like, "Well, I understand it completely different because it's affecting this person's life in a way that I would never understand." Mm-hmm.
0: The vibe in this shop is definitely what he said. That's a that's a big promotion in the shop. That's what allows us to like. Yesterday, we we fucking had a full blown conversation that started with Trump because of a uh, personal matter, mm-hmm. and you know it blew up be- and just. Little by little, chit chat, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously we have it was like maybe six of us in in a group, right? Three barbers, three people in the chair, and not everybody wants to engage. Some people are going to listen. Some maybe they want to listen. Maybe they feel you know it's not their conversation of choice.
1: C- their cup of tea. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they and lightly <laughs> because they you don't you don't know yeah. what it is, but you stepped into a shop, you know that does this shit and i get it you're paying for a service and in that service you probably want to relax you want to enjoy this is also a traditional shop where conversation is to be had you know people are going to bullshit we're going to talk we're going to express ourselves and what and if if um if there's a green light meaning there's no kids no women it's gonna get Interesting in here. Yeah, it might get a little we're, hairy. It might. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Hard. You know, we, pun
2: intended. We aren't we aren't PC at all. You know, and, and one thing that we we really specify is like there's no reason for that stuff. If we can do what we were just talking about, communicate correctly, like I shouldn't be able to hurt your feelings that easily. Oh no. Keyword: you know I mean?
0: communicate correctly yeah. in the like, matter in the midst of all the this open joking. mind. Yeah, and that's, yeah.
2: That's part Very of that exchange mind. that I was just even saying with like you know like you there are like really, really solid topics that people that they're triggers and stuff like that, religion, sexuality, politics, but in all reality, like some of those things can directly affect your life, but you, you allow the power once it leaves you to somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And to be able to put that aside, you know, I, I talk people directly to their face, right in their eyes, but I'm not I'm not talking to your soul. No, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not anything I say is not ever directed to be anything other than hopefully speaking your mind. You understand me. And and, and I actually love people to correct me, even if it's, I mean, I prefer it not to be in a negative way, you know, a constructive criticism way, because like I just was saying, like you might be able to turn me a few degrees off of my thought pattern. And I'll be like, Whoa, wait a minute. Like, it's like a prism. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I don't try to ever look at anything in one, one way. I look at everything like 360 a couple of times. And to the point, sometimes I confuse myself and it's like <laughs> over analytical. It's not a good thing. However, I don't want to miss anything, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be in a situation because when I was a kid, I was called out on a lot of stuff and bullied and beat up because I had a lot of life experience early on. Mm-hmm. they'd be like, this fucking kid doesn't shut up. He, or he, you know what I mean? He, there's no way he did any of this. And I would get upset and have to defend myself and, Chances are I wouldn't be very good because it was all these older kids doing that to me.
0: I feel like the difference is, and even in the shop, um, you know, there's a difference between people that can, you know, they you can activate a trigger, and you can let that, you know, meld with you. Or then there's there's people where if if it does it, you you kind of just let it, you know, you you brush it off.
1: Well, most people are afraid. To relate with something that they can't relate with and then it becomes this awkward zone and most people don't want to step into the awkward zone me i'm looking to step in the awkward zone every chance i get because i want to learn a different perspective that's like the
2: further part of the point i was just trying to make is literally i'd never wanted to be in a situation where like you know i I will be quiet if i don't know what i'm talking about but i would like to be able to engage and i'm only Mm going to engage with things that i'm Educated enough to hold the conversation. I don't ever want to come across as somebody who knows more than they do, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 that's one of those things. Like I feel like if you are open to those engagements, you always will be able to kind of roll with the punches and have a conversation about anything without walking on eggshells or worrying about am I going to hurt this person's feel. Like I don't ever want to think like that. I want to be able to say like, Hey, what's going on, man? But and and you know, never be like all oh, alarms, triggers, and like that shit should be gone. We yeah. we shouldn't have that. We're anymore. adults. Exactly. Like <laughs> we should uh, never have to raise our hand and go, I need an adult. Yeah. Let's
0: <laughs> take a break real quick. Yeah, we got what thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's um let's stretch. We'll adjust our, our pants and, and things. I have shorts on.
2: Oh yeah. And and in, in true measurement fashion, Taco Bell coffee. Sucks. What dude? It's <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking ridiculously amazing, it's first so of all. That's the worst <laughs> no. time I've had in a long time. Don't
0: listen to George. He doesn't <laughs> know what this shit he's talking about.
2: Their breakfast is pretty good though. Alright, so we're back. We're um, back measuring. We we're just kind of having a off off-air but on live wrapping um, it up. Conversation about some things. And you know, I I we were talking a little bit about religion and stuff like that. And off air. I, I have no qualms with religion i've never been a religious person even as a child i I went to catholic churches here and there i went to protestant and lutheran and christian and and to be honest with you as a child i thought it was wacky i always just had like it it rubbed me the wrong way
0: take it easy however
2: however i i was i i also wasn't educated in any of it and I, I didn't want to be, you know, there was nothing appealing to it mm-hmm. because to be honest with you, the people that were engaging with me and kind of putting it on me were forcefully doing it. And anything as a kid for me that I was forced into, I didn't want to do. Nobody likes being forced. It. I was like, I don't, I don't you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 like I said, I have nothing, no, nothing negative to say about religion. it works for people. It's not my thing. However, um, doing ACA and kind of, it's a spiritual program. Mm-hmm. You know, an AA also is a spiritual program. They use the term God. They use the term. They don't use religion much, but they do use the term God. And I was a little deterred when I first saw stuff like that because I was like, I I don't want to falsely be in, involved in something. And Kind of take bits and pieces of it and mm-hmm. then like manipulate it to better suit me. Like, I, I want to be in it 100%. So, in order to do so, I need to understand it better. And the more I researched, the more I read, the more I engage with people, it's more of developing a higher power that you understand.
0: Your higher and self. So,
2: for me, my higher power, I've yet to fully comprehend and discover. Mm-hmm through aca my higher power is becoming the idea that i understand that there is a a nervous small scared young boy inside of me that was traumatized that was ran through the gauntlet that didn't get a childhood that he deserved mm-hmm. okay and and my higher power is essentially finding the connection of the man i am now mm-hmm. and locating that boy and then bringing them together. So whatever it takes for me to be able to do that, if it's a spiritual thing, if it's, you want to use the word God, you know, to me, God is, is. It, I don't look at that as a, a term for an entity. I don't think of like a man in heaven. I don't, I, all of that stuff, my imagination is far too vivid for me to really put my- like, You need something that puts your feet on the ground so you tangible, feel solid. Like yeah. it, like, like like, and not only that, I feel like, it's all interpretive it's all perspective just like everything we do so i'm gonna i'm gonna create my own and that's mm-hmm. what makes most sense to me and i think that if we all did that you know i i don't think like doing christianity's wrong i don't think that because these methods have been proven to work for millions of people mm-hmm. but i feel like the literal part of it should be diluted a little bit in the sense of like instead of referring to things as characters or entities What it means to you, more or less, it would make it a little bit more understandable for guys like me and people that might not might might not want to be too educated on those type of things or might just not have enough to invest in something like that. You know, and I really to me like that's the more I've done that, the more I've opened up to myself, the more I've started to understand things as far as like, you know, they say let things be in the hands of your higher power. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never even let things be in my own hands. Well, there's a lot you know of what I'm things. Saying? Yeah. There's a lot so it's of like, out out If your, I look at it like that and I say, yeah. it's my higher power and I'm just allow things to be what they are. Uh-huh. And, and it just happened naturally. It takes away a lot of the pressure of being like, well, am I responsible for this? Do I, is this going to happen? Cause I did something or it just let it be the result of positive energy, communication, doing the right things all the time. I'd feel a lot
1: safer in that yeah that's like a, i'm sorry most people feel like they're not in control of life so you probably feel more like hey i need to know what the hell i'm doing so some people are like oh put it in god's hand and so you're gonna walk around like a drone not knowing oh you know to me that's the lemming effect mm-hmm. that's that's still i used don't today. i don't even like that i yeah. i get told so, that
0: from not uh, people that i love you know put it in god's hands and to me that's not an effective conversation because well, uh, th- it ends there there's yeah. there's um i'm um, so in other words i got to go seek advice you know on a, on a more rational level from someone that can give me you know just something more well, than
1: do you know where that term comes from
0: um and it's a
1: religious term obviously yeah well the term came to be to tell people Basically, don't worry about it. God's looking out for you. You just have to be open minded. But there's a lot of things people people are starting to lose. And I feel that what a lot of these meanings mean. These little sayings. There's a lot of sayings out there, and I've asked people, "Well, what does that mean to you?" They tell me, "I'm like, holy cow, where'd you come from?" That that's their perspective because they weren't taught what that really truly means. So leaving God's hand is just saying, "Don't worry about it," mm -hmm. because all you can because what happens when you worry about something too much. You, could you can't focus. manifest
2: a negative. Oh, you can. Yeah. So
1: you're gonna, it opens you gonna be wandering around for... going, you're going to worry about stuff. You're not going to be able to focus. You're going to just be, and it just screws up you getting things done during the day. And then you're like, man, all I did is worry today. I think it's crap done. And then you beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. And that's what we ultimately do is we beat the crap out of ourselves. We are our worst enemy. We are our worst critic because we do people that really care. They care about who they are and how they're perceived in the world. So li- leaving it in God's hands is just saying, hey, just pray about it and just do your thing. And, if you know, so some people believe that God will manifest something. All of a sudden you'll be like, oh, my God, I was just enlightened because now we're more aware. It's just all, yeah. let you be aware of stuff and, and you'll catch things that will help you through the, your daily life. Mm-hmm. So it's just a way of getting people to just, just let go of that. It's Stop like releasing I, feel, I
0: feel like that yeah. was adapted from like maybe Buddhism as well. Yeah, every religion
1: a, has their own little term for that.
2: Oh, okay. literally. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, I think it's I, I, <laughs> another another kind of analogy that this one of my clients was sharing with me is just the idea of like if you shook up a bottle of soda, you know, if you just remove the cap immediately, it turns into a mess. Everything inside comes outside.
1: Yeah, let things and I, settle.
2: And, and, <laughs> instead of doing that, if you hmm. cracked it just a little bit let some of the pressure
1: out, relieve pressure gradually do that you
2: can open it up and it in the integrity of we'll say the product stays the same you know what i mean but if you go from one extreme to another which all of us do you know what i mean you're always going to get that and that to me that's all i ever knew it was always just like all right well i'm right here prepare for the worst it's about to hit the fan before i i don't even have a fan You know what I mean? Like, what am I, what what (laughs) shit's going to hit the fan? I I don't even have the shit yet, nor do I have the fan, Mm -hmm. but I'm getting ready for it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I feel like if we we paid more attention to stuff like that, too. Like
1: like, that, I love that term, expect the unexpected. So Mm -hmm. somebody could have shaken the the soda and handed it to you and you go to open it, but you're not expecting it. So if you're expecting it, you could be like, slowly open it. So if you did that religiously, You know, there's another term for religion, religionally. (laughs) So there's all these sayings for a lot of them come from religion. There's a lot of good stuff that has come from religion. This
0: has been an amazing podcast. I'm glad that we were fortunate to have you on and and talk about all this. It was was good for me. I felt like I got a lot from this and I was able to, you know, get a lot off my chest. So um
2: oh, not oh we, we're at 10 o'clock right huh yeah 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 we gotta start these things a little earlier dude the the, the dumpster in? in the
0: back we got the the bell hop you know we got all kinds of stuff There's going bell down there. here the bells bells hopping on the door dude Um uh, <laughs> it's it's hopping in here now we're yeah. getting ready for the day's work
2: i appreciate you coming in man it was uh, a good conversation yeah. i really need something like that to start my or to end my week i guess start or end i mean it's
1: like i said this is in the middle of uh a good
2: ending always
1: has a good beginning
2: yeah absolutely
1: yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely awesome. well, i
0: appreciate i appreciate you coming man, and thank and you taking for having the time me. out of your day um Thanks again, man. And let's wrap it up with that, George. What do you What do you I say, think dude? If
2: ever you know, like we, we are always trying to do. Ah, I'm just thinking about stuff, and I could continue this conversation on for another. Yeah, like two, I feel hours. like this could
0: definitely go um, on. Oh, I but could too.
2: Let's, you know, I mean, we are always trying to have people on here, and we we haven't had a reoccurring guest. Damn, Damn. it, we'll have a part two. I feel like yeah, if, if you
1: guys want me on anytime, absolutely, want, I'd be more than willing to. Yeah, because the more I can share the more I can talk with people because I'm learning as I hear from people. I always want to hear, like I said, knowledge is infinite. And I know I'm not perfect. I know I don't have all the answers, but I do have stuff for people because I've helped people. And the more I hear, the more I can see somebody else's uh, perspective.
2: And I want that. I think it would be cool too to maybe just address like some methods, different, you know, different ideas that you've had. I mean, we kind of do this. We spitball a little bit here and there. And sometimes we'll have conversations where we're, talking about something we're like we should totally be recording this because for once we don't sound like bumbling idiots and we're like you can tell everybody's like being sincere and like wow that, like, that actually made a lot of sense so i think you know it'd be kind of a cool dynamic to maybe have you just provide some of the methods that have worked for you or yeah maybe sure. we share some, some of the exercises i've given yeah, people absolutely. yeah because i think oh, yeah. that that's another thing that we kind of get scared of is like we all maybe want change, or we all want to alter something. Like I've had a huge, I had a huge problem with understanding that my personality can change. You know, I thought that all of this work, these thirty-six years I've been here, developing who I am right now, that I'm now changing radically. Like, wait a minute, I got to change my personality. Not how am I going to be me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 learning how to do that, and understanding that like. I'm the product of all of those years right now. Like you're, we're not living in the now in the sense of we're living in the reflection of things that have happened already. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of, that's where a lot of the triggers and behaviors come from and to, to be able to think about and find the methods to change that stuff and also accept it and be like, you can still be authentic. You can still be yourself. Like you're not being fake. You're actually being more aware and you're being sensitive to the idea that like, you actually want to be better. You can't change without acknowledging these things.
1: I have a, my own take on that. You're talking about you've changed in a sense, you've become another personality, but people that are aware of all their different personalities. Now you have a better personality. You didn't change who you are. You've just learned, Hey, this is a better way of being. So it's literally, you can be, you can say you have a split personality because you know how you can be. Mm -hmm. So you, like me, I've had my bad times when I was a kid. And I was just like, ooh, that was ugly. I want to be like that again. Yeah. So I could be like that again easily if I chose to. So that's just a,
2: like a split personality. But I'm aware of it. It feels a lot like to me, you know, and I'll, I'll kind of finish with this. It feels like a lot to me like taking off your favorite jacket that doesn't fit anymore and then just leaving it where he took it off you know what i'm saying yeah i've been walking around with this outfit on for so long and i'm out i've outgrown it you know what i'm saying and (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's my biggest issue was carrying all this shit around me so much that i felt like i needed to be the strongest person alive well i mean you can only get so strong before Mm -hmm. you start to hurt yourself you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and i literally like i just thought of that and i was like
1: bring that up next time and i'll talk about mental weight yeah. because it's one of the biggest killers on people and there's uh, psychosis and everything for people. It's very mentally damaging. And I've helped a lot of people with this on how not to hurt somebody and that mental weight. So we'll bring that up next time. Right on, right wow. on. That's this turned into man. like a very French, you know, cafe
0: style esque podcast <laughs> with conversation French. and stuff going on in the back. We, oui, we, oui. um, <laughs> yeah so i i appreciate you coming on man and this was um the longest recap we've ever had honestly but just to show that you know there's definitely room for more conversation to be had with you way more sh- stuff that i can learn obviously you know and um yeah we can go over some approaches and methods next time that would be great
1: yeah
2: and, yeah this um, will happen oh, yeah. again guys so if uh yeah yeah a fan of it um feel free to let us know and i mean
0: yeah, let us know We're what you think about regardless. the background noise, because I kind of like it, actually. <laughs> I kind of like it. Maybe Taco we can do a podcast stocks. with the barbershop in full effect, machines going off, because, like, you can still Clippers hear everything. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of organic. Is, they the Rick is
2: showing off how no, no, passive no. aggressive he can be. Yeah, um, absolutely. No, okay. I have a client, so I got to get going. Oh, um, now we do. Our days are starting. Yeah. And this is the Measure of Men.
0: Everybody have a good
2: Friday. With? Arthur. 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 I don't know if we even introduced them because, you know, Rick, you Rick, I said, Rick's please introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, All right. So it's Arthur. It's Rick. My name is George. Yo, this is a measure of men. Measure of men. Rick is very passive aggressive and Taco Bell's coffee sucks. We're out. Thank you. <laughs>